In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Indoc Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. going on everybody welcome back to the conspiracy indoctrination program co-indoc pro episode 15 we are your hosts luke the other jake and the other jake (laughs) so thank you to all the listeners out there everybody that's been um downloading and listening we've had some downloads in France now, one in Russia, which we know is Putin. What's up? <laughs> what's up, Putin? Sam, what's up? And then... Uh, Nostrovia. Yeah, whatever that means, but I'm I back it up. A <laughs> um, couple other... A lot of, a lot of uh, this week, a lot of downloads in Utah. Huh. And once again, Mississippi, what's up? Yeah. So, Mississippi. Mississippi. David Banner. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't David. remember that dude's name. Who? David Banner. Who's that? Hip hop guy. Mm. Yeah. Don't know who that is. What it do, motherfucker? <laughs> I usually only listen to cool music. Speaking of cool womp, music, let's <clears throat> listen to Folsom mm. uh, Hammer Lane on the way over. Emerlyn Crew, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Dude has shitty voice, but yeah. it's, nah, it's fucking good. perfect for their band. They only had like what one record? Was it two? Two that I have. One of them, the the <clears throat> if you're a viper, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they had the intro from Stu. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, machine gun fire. Yeah. You lucky bastard. Yeah. Those are good albums. Yeah. You know who I wish would have made another record is that Johnny... Cage? Johnny Cage. They changed their name. What I did only they had the one record. They changed it. I can't remember what yeah. they changed it to. Yeah. They're pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did not did we play with those guys? Mm-hmm. Okay. Your old band? Yeah. Where was that? Was that at Slaughterhouse or was that at... I think it was Slaughterhouse. I think it was Slaughterhouse. No? No. Yeah, it was. Myrtle Morgue was something else. Don't Trip was at Myrtle Morgue. Yeah. That was like a total sketch place to play. Gone down into the cellar. Yeah. Like the door that 
shut on the yeah. floor. It's literally. It's a, liter- it's a cellar. <laughs> it's a tornado bunker. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like the bombshell bunker that we used to play. Oh, in. yeah. And everybody, all the bands up there would have their like st- practice space downstairs. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show we went to there that was in the bathroom? Was There's it? like no toilets in there anymore. It was like Octave Chanute and whoever, but it was in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Super yeah, neck. in the back. And then uh, that dude from Salt Lake that had the neck tattoos. He had some, yeah. he, they, it was a Salt Lake edge, edge band that came up. Yeah. Straight edge band. And it was, it, it was uh, right by the back door, right? Yep, yep. Ah, that's right, dude. I forgot about that. Because you were in Arizona. Yeah, that, yeah I say, I remember you guys telling me about it. but the, Yeah, that was the world's <laughs> smallest venue. Next to the world's other smallest venue that we ever played, and that was Octave Garage on our first show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Jake was getting zapped every time he touched yep, his lips we to were, the mic. We were standing like, what, like half an inch of snow water or something? It was more time? than that, dude, it, because I looked down and – my patch cord was completely submerged and I was like, water, electricity, water, electricity. There was a constant flow of electricity through my hands, through the microphone. I just remember afterwards you were like, every time I put the mic to my lips, I got shocked. Yeah. <laughs> then we have the video and your brother getting fucking crowd smashed by the bass player of Octave. Oh yeah, the that? dude with the, with the chops. It's, it's on night shot. It looks like he's incredible. He's <laughs> 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 Pupils glowing. Bruce <laughs> <laughs> Banner. Yeah, I I actually came across that DVD a couple weeks ago. It was in a box in my closet. Yeah, you put that together. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to rewatch that. Good yeah, times. Yeah, I remember that. I can't remember so. who played with us. I know it was us, Octave. Uh, I don't think Temptation to Saint Anthony played. I don't remember playing with those guys until we played at the venue. Yeah. There was somebody else. I can't remember who it was, though. I don't remember either. Yeah, it was our first show. Mm-hmm. New Year's Eve of 03 going into 04. Is that when it was? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Damn. God damn. It was a detached, for people that don't know what we're talking about, it wasn't like a normal garage. It was a detached, like, old 50s-style garage. In the, on the Boise bench. Barely a one-car garage. Yeah, you could maybe fit like an old <clears throat> Cadillac in there, and that was it. You wouldn't even maybe. be able to open the doors on both sides. <laughs> yeah. And we, it was snowing out, it was cold, and we crammed in. It was a bitch of a snow, too. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And I think we crammed in like, there was like 60 people. It was a lot. It was. Yeah. You, you were sweating inside, and you went out, and then you were freezing. Yep. And then we had the band set that you had to fit in there too and i just remember everybody was like mashing into the drum set and mm-hmm. stuff was getting knocked over zero room yeah <laughs> and we were still throwing our guitars around like, yeah well somebody gets hit with this it ain't my fault yep <laughs> dude when we went to i shot them at that really nice house <laughs> luke and i go to see i shot them at I this forgot like, about that. really nice house of for by centennial high like you wouldn't think that there would be like a hardcore show at this thing. We, it was snowing that night too. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yep. We drive in there and then that chick got kicked in the forehead mm-hmm. when that kid did the spinning <laughs> kick and her friend goes and picks her up and she's like, oh, and all laughing and stuff. And then she like touches her hand to her forehead and she's got a dent. 
a no shit dent in her forehead. Like it went in. I what yeah. like a half an inch. It, it was, was a definitely dent. a dent. Yeah. And as soon as she touched it, she's like starts going into shock. She's like. <laughs> and I felt horrible for her because I remember thinking to myself like, how are they even going to get that thing out? <laughs> They use like a dent suction cup. Somebody get a fucking plunger. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what she looks like now. And she was like 15, dude. Yeah. She was young. Got kicked right in the forehead, dude. Her bones were still developing. Yeah. Messed up for life. (laughs) Crazy. Look what hardcore did to her. (laughs) And all the shows at the slaughterhouse. That was another like detached one car garage and. That place would get so crazy. Mm-hmm. I almost got knocked out there <clears throat> by one of our buddies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only time at a show where I almost got knocked out. Who was it, Nathaniel? Johnny. Johnny. Okay. With his fucking big ass windmill. Yeah. Wham! Hit me on the head and we got the tunnel vision. <laughs> Had to take a knee for a second. Got damn. I think that was at um, oh, Bishop. Bishop. Yeah. Oh, those guys are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That split that they put out with Red Baron was pretty fuck, pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. It was. I, in fact, shit. I used to listen to Bishop quite a bit. Mm-hmm. They're they're just so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All their albums are good. Yeah. You but, know who I would not want to get a spinning fist from is either a guy from the red cord or the dude from uh harm's way harm's way <laughs> yeah you don't you don't want none of <laughs> just that just knock your head right <laughs> off your body don't want none of that yep <laughs> remember when the red cord played here with converge and genghis tron down at the venue that guy came out on stage and i was like what in the hell <laughs> how do you stay that big on the road dude yeah i mean he was just yoked that I mean, he the, made Dillinger's singer look like freaking pipsqueak. Yeah. Who was it? Sworn it's enemy. Sworn enemy. They at had the venue. You know, like those smaller city buses. Mm-hmm. That was their tour bus, and they had a fucking weight set <laughs> <laughs> set up in the back of it. <laughs> That's awesome. I think the their guitar. I think their guitar player was like went into like professional wrestling or something. Oh, oh the yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But that. that dude was a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, Frankie FSU. <clears throat> he was pretty mm-hmm. big from uh, Death Before Dishonor. Mm-hmm. That dude was pretty big. Yeah. Ah, memories. Yep. Good times. Are people listening? Sorry, oh, we sorry. were just <laughs> bullshitting. I'm sorry. Um, oh, so before we get into the episode real quick, I'd like to kind of bring up the point that we don't have social media because mm-hmm. that shit's all owned by people that you don't shitty people. Yeah. People you don't want having access to all your phones and all your pictures and they do anyway, but why give them just another thing to have access to? So we don't have that. So obviously that's going to hinder our growth. Um, I've been listening to the dearly departed podcast and that's pretty cool. I like those guys that talk about Hollywood death stuff and mm. celebrity death stuff going way back and uh they're talking about how they have like three thousand downloads an episode and i think they've they've got like 
30 some episodes out and I was like, yeah, man, we got like 38 (laughs) downloads per episode. So suck on that. Yeah. Keeping up. (laughs) But, um, I did start a email account that you can reach out to us now since we don't have social media. So I will try to not have social media. It will not have social media. We will have merchandise, but we will not have social media. This aggression will will not stand, stand, man. man. (laughs) Um, so if you need to get a hold of us, you want to reach out and send us any, you know, any cool stuff or stories, or you want to come on the show, we've been talking about maybe once a month or so bringing on a guest and maybe talking about some cool things with a guest. So um, it'll be info.cohen.pro at yahoo.com. And I will try to link that in the description somehow. Getting a little bit better, a little bit more tech savvy. But um, I used Yahoo, not Google. Very good. Nice. I was going to use Proton Mail, but I didn't want to go through all the headache and hassle of dealing with Proton Mail. <laughs> Plus, they're in Sweden or Switzerland. Switzerland? That's where I have my Probably. bank accounts at. Yeah, that's what? where CERN's at. <laughs> Oops. That's where World Economic Forum's at. So, yeah. Right next door to the LHC. Yeah. <laughs> So if you want to get a hold of us, say anything, or you want to come on the show, uh, you got any crazy things that have happened to you in the past, stuff that we talk about, bizarre, weird, unsolved, shit, shit like that. Send or, stories. We can read them. Yeah. Or you got something to say, um, conspiracy stuff, anything that you think that may be interesting for us to cover, hit us up, info.cohen.pro at yahoo.com. Perfect. Sweet. So... <clears throat> we're going to be talking once again about MK Ultra. We're going to kind of continue the series uh, probably for the next couple weeks. So Luke's going to cover most of today's stuff. He's got some pretty cool stuff. Um, the only thing that I had that I kind of wanted to piggyback off from last week, I forgot to read from the po- Project um, Bluebird the uh, documentation that they had talked about some kind of a scientist bringing him from an out of country mm-hmm. thing. So I was just going to, um, uh, bring this up real fast. There's so, a lot of redaction. There's a lot this. of, I can see it. The name is what's redacted. So we don't know who this specific person is or what country they came from, but time frame wise operation paperclip, what clip wise, we can probably, you know, kind of assume, assume that they came from Germany, but, once again, not confirmed. So uh, I don't want to read the entire thing. There's a lot of uh, stuff here. But anyway, it says, Blank discussed in various times in his work and interest in the SI and H techniques, which we believe, which we couldn't fi- figure out what SI and H. We think that it's either subliminal interrogation and hypnosis or subliminal or um, what was the other one? Subconscious. Subconscious interrogation, hypnosis. He claimed that most of his present work was along the lines of uh, hippo hippotherapy, hypotherapy, which involved post-H suggestion, but admitted that his experience with drugs, gases, etc., in conjunction with SINH, was somewhat limited, although he was familiar with much of the literature U.S. and foreign in these fields. Blank admitted that he, since he had been in the U.S., 
He had induced H conditions in at least several hundred individuals, male and female, in all age groups. Blink demonstrated successfully some of his operating methods before the B officer of the 19th, 20th, and 21st. Don't know what that means. For matter of record, Blink was briefed on the security aspects of B work and, oh, Bluebird, Bluebird work and cautioned against all and any discussion outside concerning these matters. Blank signed the standard secrecy agreement, and then it goes into general um, proposals, uh, part three, on the basis of blank apparently apparent ability, relatively simple and, sorry, this is hard to read, um, something cover, background, personality, and interest, it is proposed that Blink be either directly employed or contractually employed by the I and SS for the specific purpose of engaging in guided research, testing, and experimentation along SINH lines under the gene general direction of the director of the INSS and under the immediate direction of Bluebird. It is proposed that Blank be brought to headquarters immediately and formally interviewed by a big blank, like it blanks out a whole sentence, interviewed to the include basis of arrangements, cover, location, salary, operational, um, operational funds and securing of PHS, it is proposed that blank be given a full and detailed polygraph examination by blank material prepared by blank. It is proposed that immediately a full field investigation be started on blank to conclude checking of all names, places, squadrons, etc. mentioned by him, high priority. And then it just continues on talking about how he needs to be, this person needs to be brought in, read in, and then immediately added to the Bluebird program. I kind of have a sneaking suspicion that who they're talking about is Sidney Got- Gottlieb. Mm. But but it's redacted, man. It's redacted. And once again, like I said, these are a little bit hard to read. You can find these. I found this on publicintelligence.net. Um, under, they've got like an, an ass load of different, you know, projects and freedom of information stuff on there, so... The uh, <clears throat> one website that I found a bunch of stuff on is called theblackvault.com. Oh, yeah. And um, I did see that. this one uh, is run by a guy that did a FOIA request for documents and went through a bunch of shit to get them. But he's got all of the original documents that were released in, I think, 2018 or something. And then, or uh, 2004. And then he's got... Uh, like 85 more pages that he requested that weren't in that release. Mm. And they they have, I looked through some of them. Um, He's got like 91 PDFs uh, ranging in sizes of from one to like 140 pages. But there's um, like, uh, like the kind of the receipts of each of these programs and how much it cost and, the breakdown of where those costs went and everything. It's pretty crazy. But what I was going to go over today was a sub-project 
of MK Ultra called MK Naomi. <clears throat> I think we might have mentioned this in the last episode, um, but being that uh, you know everything was supposedly destroyed in '73, there's not a whole lot of information on this um, project out there. But what they were doing is this was a joint uh, Department of Defense and CIA project that where they were focused on developing um, biological and chemical warfare weapons and then stockpiling those for um, use. So uh, Stockpiling them for 2019. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, so that video that you just showed us before the... Um, before we started recording, there's some stuff in this line that is like directly out of that video. Um, so they were storing these materials that could incapacitate or kill a target um, and the development of devices used to deploy these agents. Um, these were held, uh, all these materials and the, the weapons that they were using were held at the agency's um, Technical Services Division, uh, which is uh, their, the TSS. So when you guys, if anybody looks up this stuff, when you see TSS, it's the Technical Services Dis, uh, Division, TSD, sorry. Um, so that kind of made me think back to like our other episodes with like chemtrails, like was this part of that project? And then, um, like the COVID stuff, since we've been flagged with yeah. Fort Detrick being involved and all that <clears throat> crazy stuff. I mean, that, that place pops up all the time with, uh, like the biologics. And then <clears throat> this, uh, project was, uh, they brought in the DOD as kind of a covert way to support the, the classification of the project to keep it not only secret in CIA, but within the Department of Defense too, to kind of bury it even more. Compartmentalize just like they do with all that shit. Yep. So the uh, Army Special Operations Command uh, was assigned to assist the, um, the agency for testing the, the biological agents and delivery systems. And these uh, delivery systems included uh, modified guns to fire darts with poison on them. So one of the projects I saw that they referenced in there was they'd use a dart gun to, like, shoot a guard dog, oh, to yeah. put it to sleep, go and do their thing, shoot it with another dart to counteract the shit that knocked it out. And then the owner just sees a, a dog walking around with two darts hanging out of yeah. him, but doesn't think anything. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Yeah. This happens all the time. But that kind of made me think about the stories, you know, anybody that's kind of into the conspiracy stuff have heard stories about the CIA's heart attack gun. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, could have been... Similar, they just something within this project where they were uh, developing it. And zap people, and they just have a heart attack. Yeah, I I can't remember where, 
or who that was that uh, was talking about it, but um, they were working on a way to just zap somebody and give them a heart attack. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are such <laughs> creeps, dude. It's like an amateur hour. Yeah. Just a heart attack? Come on. Yeah. 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 And then um, they were also working on uh, chemical and biological agents to spray on crops, again, with chemtrail stuff and um so i think with this project it kind of it's going to lead us into like our next episodes as far as the military's involvement with it with some of the uh, other things we're going to touch on well, i don't want to previous it's like everything's it seems like it's all connected like a yeah. spider web yeah yeah um so the uh, church committee um in 67 they um they uh, discovered a memo that contained evidence of uh, techniques for attacking and poisoning crops that had been tested in the field so 67 were in vietnam could have been agent orange stuff or pre-agent Orange. yeah that project popeye and- yeah so and then in 69 uh, Nixon banned any, quote, military use of biological weapons. Um, and then 1970, <clears throat> the POTUS ordered a, or outlawed all stockpiles of bacteriological and non-living toxin-based weapons. And now we are looking at, like, the COVID stuff mm-hmm. being potentially a biological weapon who knows maybe this monkeypox stuff is yeah. like in that um that deal from nti talking about they found that it was terrorist, engineered yeah. yeah engineered to be vaccine resistant and that the terrorists had actually terrorists yeah. terrorists had actually let it out so all of that happened in 70 but then uh a CIA scientist was able to acquire 11 grams of a shellfish toxin from uh, Special Operations Command Military Army um, at Fort Detrick. So they didn't get rid of the stockpiles, obviously. Yeah. This guy's able to get his hands on some. Yeah. And if it's anything like what we see, saw before, it's like they probably just moved it over to the agency side of the house and then the agency can you know basically keep anybody at arm's length from being able to get Mm -hmm. there that's why nobody can get to 51 and any of those places down in nevada the test sites because they're all run by the agency Mm -hmm. and then they'll just change the name of the project and oh you see we we closed this project Mm -hmm. down yeah yeah um so that was kind of where i was seeing some stuff with like the agent orange stuff, um, Fort Detrick. We've got the, um, paperclip scientists coming in that were, you know, doing these, uh, research quote research projects over in the prison camps, you know, bringing it here, continuing it. Um, the, uh, weaponization of like the, uh, biologics, all that kind of stuff. And then with the army involvement, 
Um, do you want to play that those clips and we can kind of transition into the because uh, I don't want to step on this thing. Uh, you talking about the Larry, the Timothy Leary thing? Yeah, yeah. So this is this is from a uh, documentary. It's like an old ABC documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but it was MK Ultra something. It's on YouTube. And this is at like 1544. This is just a, about a you know 30 second clip of Timothy Leary talking about um, the agency and C uh, and uh, LSD. I give the CIA a total credit for sponsoring and initiating the entire consciousness movement, counterculture events of the 1960s. Dr. Timothy Leary, the 1960s Johnny Appleseed of LSD. (laughs) The CIA funded and supported and uh, encouraged hundreds of young psychiatrists to experiment with this drug. The fallout from that was that the young psychologists began taking it themselves, discovering that it was an intelligence-enhancing, consciousness-raising experience. I know that some of the studies in which the CIA had uh, supported used as subjects people who later became strong proselytizers of LSD. So in in that sense, yes, I think it did sustain the the, uh, perpetuation of, of of the use of the drug. And it's rather ironic, isn't it? The counter case that I would make in relationship to that is to remember that the people who were doing the research were people who would be doing the research regardless of who uh, uh, was the sponsor. I, do, I don't think... There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so now we know who started the hippie movement yeah the uh, nip, 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 i mean yeah. they've been they've been open about this the whole time though you know i mean, mm. i think it's pretty insane that you can do this under the guise of national security mm-hmm. yeah That's... you can play around with biological weapons and expose people to biological weapons and you know mind controlling mind altering things under this guise of well we're just doing research so that we can figure out you know how to keep the country safe yeah as long as you throw everything under (laughs) national security then you can experiment on humans you can experiment on animals with no recourse but it's for national security yeah go for it whatever and then that all becomes oh that's just conspiracy yeah that's not real yeah so i don't know but even though there's clearly interviews with it. Yeah. They're probably going, ah, God damn it, why did we put that out on TV? Yeah. You know, I don't even think that they care about that. You know, that, that goes across my mind, too. It's like, <clears throat> oh, they probably think that, you know, well, there's too much information out there. But they've been, done such a good job at the counter information yeah. mm-hmm. that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. I mean, you have people. It's not going to stop them. Yeah, you have people right now that think that everything that happened in January 6th was like a legitimate insurrection. Like people were going down to the Capitol and going to take that thing over or something. Mm-hmm. Without guns. Yeah. Yeah. They walk in and they're taking pictures. And yeah, and they were actually trying to stop the the vote from actually happening. Like the, mm-hmm. um, what do they call that? The 
the uh, yeah. No, it's kind of like a ceiling vote or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just like, dude, it was trespassing. Mm-hmm. I think that whole thing was a mind mind controlling op. Yeah, for sure. Through like um, propaganda and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people aren't going to want to hear this, but I think Q was too. I think so too. I was, I got pretty, I don't want to say like super deep into it, but I looked at it all the time to see, you know, what was going on. A lot of it was pretty interesting, but again, it was one of those things like, how many times are you going to say this is going to happen? But it doesn't. Mm -hmm. There's turds uh, on every side. Well, and you had all of the, you know, military type of connections to the Q thing and everybody kept saying, oh, it's somebody that's in the cabinet, somebody that's in the military, somebody that's in the mm-hmm. Pentagon or blah, 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 blah. They're giving out all this information and it's like, fat, uh, rewind, rewind, let's go back to 1950s, 1960s. It's like, the military was behind all of that MK Ultra stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't behind it, but they were definitely, like you're saying, involved, like the sh- involved in the shell yeah. game and the moving and, the, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you know, kind of shouting them back out again. Um, Occult Rejects did a big um, Q series, kind of diving into who was behind that. And the dude that ran 4chan was, like, all into underage porn and shit Mm. and moved to like Japan where that stuff wasn't illegal until like 2015 and yeah so cool dudes yeah (laughs) yeah yeah crazy shit but I mean there was also a lot of conspiracy stuff in there that that drew my attention to it because it was stuff that we'd all been talking about for a long time yeah so they get the stuff that people are into. They exactly do that, and then they start ooh, ooh, this, this, that, and then they make it totally fucking stupid. And yeah, well, and to go back to the social media thing, th- that was all funded by DARPA mm-hmm. as a mechanism for um, NSA and stuff to mm-hmm. be able to like surveil everybody. Yeah, to be able to cross-reference who's connected to who. And now look at what's happening, everybody. It's like that January sixth mm-hmm. stuff is like. The social media is what's bringing all of these capital police to all of the states, you mm-hmm. know, to do their investigation of anybody that was liking and sharing and, you know, commenting or, you know, Look posting or any of that stuff. And it's like, that's exactly what all those social media platforms are for. That's all, yeah. that's all it is, is to track people. Yeah. Yep. And that's why when they were talking about the Q and the 4chan and all that stuff, I, at the beginning of it, I started kind of like, thinking you know i think you actually brought it up to my attention i'd heard a little bit about it but i started following it a little bit more because it was right when the covid lockdowns was happening i was like oh this is going to get interesting mm-hmm. and then once 2021 happened in the election it was like dude this was something completely different this was uh this was some kind of a program to identify people yeah mm-hmm. yeah well look at look at what identify it did what I'll, I'll people are on mm-hmm. yeah and they fucking track people all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think some of the things that um, really kind of hooked me was um, the, all the conspiracy stuff they're talking about. Um, and then when we had that earthquake 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. They talked about, you know, there's going to be earthquakes coming up. And then it was like a week or so later. First earthquake we'd had here in like 30 years or something. I was like, what? And then they were talking about um, COVID, I think, in October. September or October before the media started covering it. And I was like, we had, I had watched it and then all of a sudden it started popping up on, on the media. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But then at the same time, it's like, all the shit you guys are saying is going to happen politically doesn't happen. Yeah. So. And that's why, that's why to me, it almost just seemed like they were kind of like trying to, whoever it was or whoever was running that program was trying to incite what ended up happening in Mm -hmm. January 6th, where it was like, you know, getting everybody ready, getting everybody ready. And then implanting ideas. Yeah. And then as soon as it was like their, their dreams were dashed and taken from them when Trump lost the election. And it was like, everybody's like, get down there and we need to fight for this and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And it was like it's too late man like yeah. going down there and protesting is going to do nothing it's yeah. been too late for a long time yeah. Yeah. a long time this, this i think it's been too late since world war ii yeah, say yeah. this game has been in place since yeah. the inception of all of this it's been put into place by the people in power from the very beginning and it's only gotten bigger and bigger mm-hmm. did you want to play the x-files <laughs> thing yeah. I don't know if you'd get sued for that. Could we get sued for that? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Copyright shit? Maybe. But it's a it's a good link. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's Yeah. It's, it's freaking spot now if on. We talk over it. Yeah, it's so like So that it's like uh, 30 second intervals or something. 10 seconds. We'll just do 10 seconds stop <laughs> and we'll make a comment. Ten seconds stop comment. Yeah, if we do a commentary on it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know shit about fuck when it comes to that. So Jake sent this out to us on the thread today. It was essentially a um it was a bunch of clips that had been put together from the X Files. Yep. A show from the X Files, like season later uh, like later thirteen. Later seasons of of that. It had, uh, what's that guy's name? That was the Alex Jones character. Joel, Joel something. Joel, uh, I can't remember his name. Austin. <laughs> Joel some bullshit. That's but. that religious guy. Joel Austin that makes a whole bunch of money off of, kind of like the Oh, yeah, Joel Olstein. Olstein, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like the Billy Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those guys. But um, it, it's... In the in the clip, it's very. They're essentially talking about everything that's happened since 2019, and like it's continuing to happen. And to it's a like, T. yeah, mm-hmm. literally to the T. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's like a predictive programming. Thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. very, very. I I didn't. I was busy at work today, but I didn't have a chance to li- listen into it until I was on my way over here, and I was like, hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's bizarre, really. Yeah. I want to play it so bad. Well, we could. We're we're not under. I mean, we're like way under the radar. We're way under the rug. Yeah. But the problem is, is we're going to get super famous. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but by that time, everybody we'll will have heard it. it. So yeah, no biggie. We'll play a little bit of it and just maybe see 
what what happens here um like i said this is not ours we do not own this we did not make this we're not making any money off of this we're not monetized we don't play ads you can watch you can you queue can, up the X Files and yeah. watch whatever episode yes. number this is. This is from the X Files, not from us, and we don't make any money on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and we're all poor. <laughs> yes, very poor, especially now that gas is five fifteen a gallon. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I I buy this because I have a super sweet car. I buy the premium stuff, so it's five forty five a gallon. So please don't sue me. <laughs> yeah. I need all my money. Tad O'Malley has been making claims. Claims about what? You and everyone you know has a piece of DNA in your genome put there without your knowing it. Put there by whom? Well, that's the question of the day. This is an internet lunatic. You're not saying you believe him. Hold on, Agent Einstein. You're talking to a scientist. Uh, Forgive me, Assistant Director. It may sound insensitive, but the suggestion is pure science fiction. What I'm saying, Agent Einstein, is that the facts, as I understand them, cannot be discounted out of hand. For a commentary, no one these has are both the right red, or the ability females. to tamper <laughs> yeah. with your DNA. Wearing business suits, Unless that is correct. That when you say they're tampering with our DNA, that they're able to shut down our immune systems by the addition <laughs> of something to our DNA. Yeah. Yes, but Weird. I don't know how exactly. Or how it's being triggered. Also, that's the girl from Six Feet Under. Or why it's happening oh. now. What can we possibly do? We need to act quickly. You were right about that. Well, I was wrong about the science. I was wrong about what's causing it. Dead wrong, in fact. But it's clearly a widespread failure of our immune systems. Through gene tampering. A virus within a virus that was put there through the smallpox vaccine. It's what these men are calling the Spartan virus. We have to figure this out. What's wrong with the science? Nothing's wrong with the science. Yeah. Yeah. The Spartan virus removes the adenosine DNA gene from your DNA. Removes the ADA gene and your immune system will simply vanish. Yeah, but I'm not getting sick. It's only a matter of time. Okay. So how does it work? How does the virus remove the ADA gene? A process called CRISPR-Cas9. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. Exactly. But in this instance, used as a weapon. So we talked, I think, about CRISPR-Cas9 in one of our episodes. I think so. About um, the uh, lab down in California, the Craig Venter Institute. And, oh, it was on the uh, the one where we talked about the biological teleportation DNA. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. CERN. Mm-hmm. So this was in 2013, I think, is when this came out, is what Jake was saying. So Somewhere around there, yeah. I don't know. There's more here. This is like a four-minute clip, but I'll just leave it at that so we don't get totally sued. Can you fast-forward it to the part where it's the dude talking, that Joel guy? Because I think that's when it gets really... Uh, and this chick right here? I think so. I think this is when they're going off about all the constant wars and shit like that. RNA and a protein cutting genes at exact locations. That exactly. one, the one that really is like yeah. telling you exactly what's going on right the now. The ultimate weapon. The ability to depopulate the planet. To kill everyone but the chosen. By tampering with their DNA. Through gene editing. Why do such a thing and lie about it? Our own government. Your own government lies as a matter of course, as a matter of policy. The Tuskegee experiments on black men in the 30s, Henrietta Lacks. What are they trying to do? That's the missing piece. But it's not hard to imagine. Here we go. A government 
hiding, hoarding technology for 70 years at the expense of human life and the future of the planet. I think Luke was just talking Driven about Driven not this. only by corporate greed, <laughs> but a darker objective. The takeover of America. And then the world itself, by any means necessary, however violent or cruel or efficient, by severe drought brought on by weather wars, conducted secretly using aerial contaminants and high-altitude electromagnetic waves in a state of perpetual war to create problem, reaction, solution scenarios to distract, enrage, and enslave American citizens at home with tools like the Patriot Act and the National Defense Authorization Act, which abridge the Constitution in the name of national security. The militarization of police forces in cities across the U.S., the building of prison camps by the Federal Emergency Management Agency with no stated purpose, the corporate takeover of food and agriculture, pharmaceuticals and healthcare, even the military in clandestine agendas to fatten, dull, sicken, and control a populace already consumed by consumerism. And I encourage you all to go shopping more. <laughs> a government that taps your phone, collects your data, and monitors we have your whereabouts with impunity. <laughs> A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes and the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. Happening as we sit here. It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just Cloud steal your money. Yep. Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. What will seem like an attack on America by they terrorists or Russia. An invasion of the U.S. Mm -hmm. The Russians tried it in 47. Yeah, don't play that all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't hear that last part. <laughs> okay, Agent Epstein. <laughs> Why didn't they make him Einstein? I know, but it should have been I, Epstein. I, yeah, that would have been funny. That would have been cool. That would have been. That would have yeah. been over the line. That would have been over the <laughs> line. Over the line. <laughs> uh, so, interesting clip. Yeah, very interesting clip. Definitely feeds off of MK Naomi and what Luke is talking about here. Yeah, that was pretty much everything I had on it. <laughs> Just in the X Files clip, yep. grabbed it for you. <laughs> But we're not going to just stop there. Yeah. So um, with that uh, first clip with uh, what's his name? Timothy Leary. Timothy Leary. Talking, Love that guy. Worst books ever. Um, talking about uh, the CIA, like pretty much giving birth to the psychedelic movement. Um, there's a bunch of uh, like military ties to the uh a lot of the bands from the laurel canyon there's like parents who were in um military intelligence like in the doors i think jim morrison's dad was his uh, dad was the naval admiral uh, during the gulf of tonkin incident okay he's there still alive jim morrison yeah he's in france with uh or in germany with uh elvis no no he had a, a farm in oregon oh you ever see that okay no. Look it up. It's pretty bizarre. Some guy looks just like him. <laughs> growing weed? I don't know if he's growing weed, but... <laughs> Let's see if I can find it. Uh, but anyway. But then, like the last episode we talked about, uh, that... Was it the lead guitar player from The Grateful Dead? That Garcia? Was, no, no. Um, it was Robert Hunter. That's right. 
And then I looked it up. It was Bob Weir was the young kid mm. that was joined the band and went off and toured with them. Yeah. But anyway, Robert Hunter. But, I mean, those those guys have all of these ties into this program. So, I mean, the that book, Chaos, that you've talked about before, yeah. uh, their clinic, the Haight-Ashbury Clinic, yeah. where they were running these... Uh, projects out of and I think it in that interview with um, Tom O'Neill he said that that place was still running until like less than a year after his book came out when because he talks about that yeah. in his book yeah they shut it down when his book came out yeah or like right right when he had gone to try to interview people or something like that they shut it down yeah like but they shut that down back in fucking 73 yeah remember <laughs> they said yeah yeah insanity man yeah and then we have a bunch of like uh like serial killers that are have strange ties to the military stuff like um you i just Casey, watched you right uh son of sam son of sam had connection to yep, the minot was, air force base yep and he was in the military yeah the army yep um even, uh, God, BTK, he was in the Air Force. Yeah, he was Air Force guy. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jimi Hendrix, mm-hmm. a massive part of uh, the 60s. Yep. I think that he was plucked right out of the military and thrown into that program because of his guitar skills. Yeah. I think that they, he was operational that whole time. Mm-hmm. Because he got discharged for what, like a hurt, an injury, and some parachute accident or something like that, some training thing. Yeah, I don't have, don't really put you right on the stage after that, mofo. About yeah. about him, but just that he had military background and yeah, got injured and then started music. But, but when we get into the episode <clears throat> of the uh, literally the ties to the intelligence community through all of the laurel canyon scene is absolutely crazy yeah great i'm writing down right now i'm taking notes of like the connections of everybody who and it will blow your mind Mm -hmm. and then when we get into echelon project echelon i don't want to be a spoiler so i you know i'm saying but jared leto it's gonna get fuck that weird yeah dude's a fucking weirdo yeah it's gonna get weird Mm -hmm. and I mean, it obviously it's hasn't stopped. This program hasn't stopped with people like that. Yeah. What I found pretty crazy when I was doing some of the research on the initial part of it, of MK, like the Bluebird and the Artichoke and stuff, mm-hmm. was that they were dosing their known and unknown, dosing their employees within the agency in the middle. Like Frank, we talked about last week, Frank Olson and stuff. Um, they had one of the agency employees that knowingly was part of it. Like, yeah, go ahead and dose me. They dosed this dude with LSD for 77 days straight. Jesus. Damn. Well, why 76? Why not do 76 days? Yeah. Why not do 78 <laughs> days? Why not do 80 days? Why 77? See how much you can take. 77. Cold yep. number. Yep. Super weird. Mm-hmm. Why, why does it have to stop on 77? Yeah. Another weird occult number was 
Gacy, 33 victims. Yeah. And then, um, what was the one I was talking about last night? Oh, that uh, movie producer that was linked into the Son of Sam case that supposedly had the snuff film from the oh the children children's cult or whatever. Um, he was murdered at age thirty-three. Uh, Roy Radden. Yeah. Yeah, Roy Radden. Yeah. And, right. and then there was the <laughs> uh, the Canadian docs up there in that portion of MK Ultra, the mm-hmm. the Canada side. And they, I think that was MK Delta, if if I remember right. Yeah, I think was, you're right. It was like that was the that was the overseas connection one, like yep. UK. Yep. And. Yep, Canada. MK Delta overseeing the programs used in other countries. So at McGill University, when they were doing that, and they were doing the mental patients or the people that you know, which is totally jacked up, dude. Like mm-hmm. People that are already like having issues, and then you just dose them with acid, unknowing. They dosed a a victim for almost six months straight. Jesus. I mean, I. That's like a war crime, dude. That's insane. <laughs> six months. Can you imagine being on acid for six months straight? You Got a little how, trip. Yeah. How would you even recover? <laughs> how would your brain recover from that? You're in and out of a weird world and what's real, what's not type of shit. I mean, I can't imagine that. that I mean, because every drug that you do or every everything that you take is a chemical alteration to your brain, right? Mm-hmm. So... That's why I I find it absolutely insane that, you know, we have all these suicides and then everybody's like, oh, it's, you know, we need to take guns away from people. We need to get them out. It's like you need to get people off of pills. Mm-hmm. You need to get them off of medications because that's the shit that's causing all this stuff. Yep. It's the medications, all the side effects and all that, all that craziness, man. Mm-hmm. Like people that aren't even suicidal will take something for anxiety and then they, they you know, kill themselves. Yeah, because it's a good idea at the time. Because they don't have anxiety about doing it now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, they don't even get just, anxiety about diarrhea. Well, and they, and yeah. They, yeah, they give away, they give away all those you know things that oh, and be careful, you know, suicidal thoughts and death, and, mm-hmm. you know, bloody stools, yeah. <laughs> poop in a box, yeah. and send it to me. Like ah, uh, that sounds very cool. I think I'll try some of that medication. <laughs> Yeah, but in, when we were talking, I think it was last week about, you know, the ads, like uh, those people wanting to see Daniel Defense's yeah. marketing. Which it's I, like, why are the pharmaceutical companies putting commercials on TV for people that aren't doctors? Yeah. Like that should be information going straight to the physicians. Exactly. You yeah. have people literally going into their doctors and telling them, I want this medication because mm-hmm. I saw it on TV. Yep. Which I do have to eat crow. I hate eating crow, but I do have to. There was a Daniel Defense ad. Mm. It was a social media ad, and it was something to the effect I watched it. It was not what the Democrats are making it out to be, but it was like a father-son type mm. of, you know, hey, mm-hmm. teach him the right way, show him. And then he was, you know, he had an AR on his lap. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a younger kid that was growing up. Mm-hmm. I understood the message 
because I am a normal human being mm-hmm. that has objective be for being crazy conspiracy theorists. I have objective reasoning skills. Mm-hmm. And so I saw it and was like, Oh, just dad being dad, take your kid out hunting, do your thing, which everybody's like, you can't hunt with an AR. Bullshit. Go blast a ground squirrel <laughs> with an AR and tell me you can't hunt with one. Yeah. People and do it all the time. Pretty sure that's a big rifle in Texas for hog hunting. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. So, well, so I mean, you can have, do it. Your brain's fully developed, so you know what's going on. I know what's up. So it's like, come on. Yeah. Easy. But, I mean, that they're going to take any little thing because that is part of this program that never stopped. Mm-hmm. It's that constant mind control. It's that mm-hmm. constant get people to, you know, get dumbed down to the reptilian brainstem level of fight or flight where it's just like you're freaking out and I got to run out and buy everything and hoard everything or fight my way out of stuff. It's, mm-hmm. Yep. They've been trying, they've been doing this since forever, but it's been obvious that it's going ramped up, ramped up since 2019 because yeah. now they're just on the gas right now where it's like, um, you know, literally yeah on the gas yeah Uh, we're gonna have seven dollar a gallon gas in idaho by the end of summer um you know though there's a food shortage we're almost out of the world supply of wheat Mm. and then you got biden telling everybody in the world we've got the strongest fastest economy quickest recovering economy and i'm like dude it's like two dollars and fifty cents for a box of rice aroni that shit was like three dollars a or sorry, three boxes for a dollar like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's Crazy shit. And then like that clip that we just listened to, thank you to the people of the X-Files for allowing us to listen to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Head permission. <clears throat> yeah. Talking about controlling the food supplies. Yep, yep. I think all of this comes down to the basis of MK Ultra. I think that it all started, the division, everything happened, everything, the mind control, people control, everything started with MK Ultra. This is kind of a dumb comparison, but people that know like the you know, the kind of old older Batman movies, not eighty nine or returns, but the one with Jim Carrey being the Riddler. Oh, mm-hmm. forever, Batman Forever? Yeah. And they put those things on everybody's TV boxes to so they're watching the TV and they're being oh like hypnotized, hypnotized and mm-hmm. shit like that. That's what I thought about those boxes that came out years and years ago. The digital converters. Yeah, I was just like what the fuck? That's kind of weird, but it's the same thing because everybody's getting it still now from the mainstream media or bullshit on the social media and shit like yeah. that. And it's just a. Zip, 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 there was an interesting podcast that the occult rejects did they had a a guest on i don't remember who it was and he was talking about the um sound waves and and the light waves and all the stuff that come from tv and Mm -hmm. you know being part of controlling the mind and yeah lower frequency and subliminal messaging and all that shit is yeah it's like when they did the digital switch over it's easier to fine-tune that kind of shit rather than yeah analogs yep yeah yep but weird shit i had one of those set up in one of the (laughs) one of the old houses and was watching it 
watching TV in the living room. I only had one. And so it was getting late. I was like, uh, I think I'm going to go get in bed. Took it into the bedroom, hooked it up, and it didn't work anymore. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? And took it back out, hooked it up on the other TV, still didn't work. So I took it out in the garage with the cords still on it. Fucking swung that thing and smashed it. It's a one-time use. <laughs> well, that that was the other weird thing about that is they were giving them out for free. Mm-hmm. That's oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during the conversion. Yeah, yeah, because everyone's like, "There, your TV's not going to work anymore." I'm like, "I don't care." Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It'll play DVDs. That's all I care about. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I need. Yeah. Goddamn. I don't need to watch Channel Two or PBS. <laughs> The only thing on PBS that was cool was Bob Ross, and that shit's not on anymore. <laughs> mm. Oh, speaking of which, I did watch the Netflix documentary about Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. He also unedited, like us. Mm. Nice. Huh. Yep. Interesting. His uh, shows were unedited. Talking about happy clouds and trees. And, and painting a full thing in 25 minutes or 30 minutes. Yeah, it's actually bizarre. a really cool documentary. I, I wasn't sure, you know, how it would be, but it's it's pretty interesting because it talks about the backside of it. And the dude that was funding him, the whole TV thing and all that stuff, was actually a former agency dude. Weird. Hmm. Yeah. Mike Baker. Imagine. Let me talk about my kids. Black, black thing hanging up <laughs> okay, over the wall. Okay, okay. <laughs> Starbucks cup. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's all programming. Yep. Whether it's an MK Ultra type of thing, or where it's like specifically on certain types of people, or just the entire population, whether it's TV or social media or whatever, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's all got a program name itself. Yeah. MK call your mama. Yep. That's the new one. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like. Um, Disney having all those subliminal, you know, weird things with the, um, you know, just the, the sexualized stuff that in the middle. Take your clothes off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wasn't that in the middle of one of the Aladdin song yeah. or something? Yeah. <laughs> A whole new world. <laughs> Take your clothes off. <laughs> Barry White. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I find it pretty odd that. Disney, also former military mm-hmm. agency in Hollywood at the time in the 50s when Disney was starting to come up and about Disney doing uh, animated stuff for the Department of Defense videos that were being made at Lookout Mountain mm-hmm. Observatory, which is a Air Force base, people, in the middle of the Hollywood Hills. And the propaganda cartoons that they did. Yeah, and then they did all of... They had Marilyn Monroe in those videos. Uh, She ended up getting killed by some people that were connected to the government, right? Um, Jimmy Stewart was in a bunch of those videos. They had a bunch of... Trevor Star. They had a bunch of, you know, Hollywood actors up there doing... And that that place was supposedly a top-secret, like, facility for filming, or uh, not filming, but developing rolls of film from their nuclear test stuff. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Why would you, you're doing nuclear test stuff out in the Pacific ocean. You're doing nuclear test stuff in Nevada. 
you're doing nuclear test stuff in New Mexico, and you got to take all of your film lab stuff to Hollywood to produce it. <laughs> like, why not just, you know what I'm saying? Like, why not just do it on site at that base? Yeah. Oh, hey, Stanley Kubrick, come on. We got a job for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood I mean, develops things better. Yeah. Film I mean, just I, develops I, better out there in yeah. the in Pacific the Ocean air. Yeah. It's, it's the weather. The sun-kissed sun. I mean, I think that maybe I guess I could make an object, an objective argument that it's like okay, if you have any issues or you you know you need like technical know how for like editing or issues with the the equipment or whatever, you got the you got the resource right there in Hollywood. So you I said guess the key word editing right there. Yeah, so, yeah, we can edit things however we want. Yeah, but back to my my whole point of the connection to Disney and the subliminal and then the subliminal messaging through Hollywood and all that stuff and everything. And then you, and then the subliminal messaging in the sixties counterculture and the music mm-hmm. and all of that stuff that was going on. And it's all centralized around this one military base in the Hollywood Hills mm-hmm. that now Jared Leto owns. I'm just saying that he actually <laughs> made into a kindergarten. I'm just saying. Wow. Oh. And he has his own cult. I'm just saying that he calls a cult the echelon. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> his best role was American Psycho as Paul Allen, and he gets axed to death. Well, he With did an pretty axe good. in the face. He did pretty. Hey, good. Paul. He did pretty good in Fight Club. Yeah, he got his face beat yeah, on that did. one too. So. Yeah. He'd be shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just definitely weird. But I think the next couple of weeks are going to start tying some things together with the the actual, like, you know, hippie movement and mm-hmm. Project Chaos, the which it, the serial killer shit, yeah. you know. Really brings the room together. Yeah. <laughs> it ties the room together, man. <laughs> um, the only thing that I, else I had to add from, uh, well, I guess I can, we can... I don't know if we'll have be able to do a full episode on Midnight Climax. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of already talked about it last week, but dum, 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 dum. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. One other thing, I don't know if we mentioned this in the last episode with uh, Sidney Gottlieb um, when he had the CIA buy all of the LSD oh, yeah. in existence from. Yeah. The manufacturer in Switzerland. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What do you need with that much LSD? Yeah. <laughs> and then later on in life, he said that he had taken it over 200 times. He like, did? Yeah. Huh. Himself. <laughs> wonder if how many of those project ideas came up with him. Frying balls, like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Here. Good well, the, Let's go watch some people bone. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of the things that they had talked about during um, Bluebird and Artichoke was hitting their people with, un, you know, unknowingly hit, hitting them with LSD and then having them, you know, they'd do these little like retreats mm-hmm. and then they would have them talk about their jobs, their, you know, technical stuff and. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of see, yeah, see what would happen. Oh, man. Next thing you know, they're doing math projects like 
goodwill hunting that don't even look like math. It's just like a drawing stuff. Next thing, they're building the LHC. <laughs> yeah, this is a good idea. good, man. Well, 1952, because that's when the first cor- or the foundation stone was laid. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's mm-hmm. when Bluebird kicked off. But to go back to circle this back around to what you were talking about with the, you know, the biological and all of that stuff through MK Naomi, it's like all of this stuff was in Dietrich. Mm -hmm. Like everything, all of the biological stuff has come from Dietrich. Yep. And it continues to be found around Dietrich. And that's where Fauci and all those people worked Mm -hmm. for their entire careers. Yep. It's just a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. Right? Totally. It's total coincidence, man. Yeah. It's fucked up. Don't worry about it. Don't lose sleep. They've got everything under control. Okay. <laughs> well, in that and we didn't I didn't get a chance to play it, but in the uh in that documentary at one point they had said one of the dudes was like in the in the interview had said, you know, this drug is so dangerous it could you know, you could basically drop it in, you know, a city's water supply and you take out a whole city and then remember you sent us that video link to the was it the russian soldiers <laughs> that were all high on acid and they were like running it around was like on, yeah uh, european somewhere yeah. somewhere in europe that. dude these guys they they dose these dudes up and they're like then they send them out on a patrol and so they're like walking around with guns and rocket launchers <laughs> and shit and they're like falling apart and they're basically timing it to see how long it would take and you know how effective they would be and you know you got one guy like i think they stopped the whole thing when one guy started climbing a tree to feed the birds (laughs) (laughs) but radio dude had the fucking cord wrapped around a tree and he just like throws it on the ground it's a hilarious video because these guys are like just laying on the ground, laughing their asses off. And then some guys are over there crying and one guy breaks down and has to go back to the Jeep and has a mental breakdown. (laughs) It's, and they're asking for directions to like the base and the camera like points over and it was like (laughs) 700 yards away. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and you could see it and these guys didn't know (laughs) where it was. Yeah. You can look these videos up. It's real. But it's real videos. But it was wild to watch that because I'm thinking to myself, like that's that was the point of what they were trying to do was see if you could, um, you know, affect yeah. affect an army like mm-hmm. through you know spraying it in the air or whatever. Now you got a bunch of soldiers that are high on acid. Mm-hmm. But if they had real guns, who knows what would happen? Yeah. But anyway, we're about out of time. You got anything else? There, there was another video on there where they. Um, dosed a cat with lsd like in aerosol form that's right and they first they put a mouse in there it's like trying to hunt this mouse and then they spray it in there and all of a sudden this cat's like fucking jumping away from the (laughs) mouse trying to (laughs) climb up the glass walls and shit yeah seeing that's what they're planning on doing the soldiers yep anyway well we appreciate everybody listening next week we'll probably get into some of the hollywood connections and uh some of the hippie movement stuff but if you got anything hit us up at info.cohen.pro at yahoo.com and uh let us know if you got anything you want us to talk about other than that be cool don't do anything we wouldn't do later later hollywood